everyone, this is Jacqueline Kramowski with the Herd Book Ag Media here to give you your moving iron ag news update as we move on through this next week in December. The big story in our political news this week has to do with the high prices of fertilizer, which I had touched on last week, but now it appears the Department of Justice might be getting involved. The Family Farm Action Alliance is asking the DOJ to investigate what they believe are anti-competitive practices. And this follows up in light of nitrogen fertilizers being over double compared to what they were in 2020. Farm Progress reports that this is in line with similar assumptions that were made about certain domestic players in the nitrogen market, um, and as well as tariffs that have been placed on export countries such as Morocco and Russia. Farm Progress also reports that uh, not only have nitrogen per fertilizer doubled, but so are other things such as potash up by 120%. Um, and in October of this year alone, the price of all anhydrous fertilizer was up 26% compared to the previous month. And we have not seen levels like this since the crash we had in 2008. And kind of marrying our international and political news, right now pork products from uh, the islands of Puerto Rico and the Vir U.S. Virgin Islands are allowed to come back to the U.S. mainland after the scare that we had with African swine fever in the Dominican Republic and Haiti, which had paused all shipments from those air regions. The Animal Hunt and Health Inspection Service Division of the Department of Agriculture says that movements of both live swine and live germplasms continue, however, to be suspended, as they noted in their release. China is in the spotlight again, as a lot of food companies are working quickly to comply with some of their new food and beverage re regulations that are going to happen beginning on January 1st. Reuters reports that the China Chinese Customs Authority have announced that their new food safety rules, which were posted in April, will stipulate all food manufacturing, processing, and storage facilities abroad, requiring that they be registered for access to the and to ensure access for the Chinese market in the new year. In our domestic news, citrus greening, which is a disease that affects, you guessed it, citrus groves, has been detected in North Florida for the first time. It was originally first found in the southern and central regions, regions of the country, but it is now moving forward. A tree was confirmed with the disease in late November in Leon County um, in a homeowner's backyard as reported by the University of Florida's Institute of Food and Ag Sciences. South Georgia is also trying to make efforts to ensure that they do not become the next state to be affected. Citrus greening, of course, is caused by an Asian insect, though it is of bacterial origin, um, and it will kill both the fruit and trees, which could have a widespread impact on the Florida industry. And as 2021 quickly winds to a close, it's worth pointing out that the feral hog, pred hog predicament that our country has found itself in has not gotten any better in this past year and in fact could be getting even worse. Right now, the Department of Agriculture says that their economists estimate conservatively that the annual crop damages are now at $190 million annually, with Texas um, having the highest annual crop loss which, of course, is also the highest for the feral hogs, which they record at nearly $90 million. And this is especially relevant with the ongoing scare of African swine fever. Right now, with feral pigs being found in about 43% of all swine-producing counties, there's also a likelihood for disease contamination and spread 
And of course, it makes it extremely difficult to mitigate and to ensure non-contamination. Kubota has recently put a major investment in Bloomfield Robotics as they hope to target more of the tree and vine crop sector. This investment was made jointly with SVG, SVG Ventures and made through the Thrive Accelerator program. What Kubota is especially interested in is Bloomfield's uh, cameras that can be mounted to any vehicles as they tra pass through the orchard. Artificial intelligence can then go through and use those images to analyze crop condition um, and other details about the trees and the overall orchard, as well as proposing management techniques to address what is being visually seen. And of course, with this investment, that means Kubota and Kubota's vehicles could be first in line once this hits the market mainstream. And of course, Kubota isn't the only one getting into the ag tech sector from the machinery world. CNH Industrial has also recently purchased some firmware, platform NX9, as reported by AgFunder, and all their related intellectually property rights for, some, for a sum that is yet undisclosed. Reuters reported that NX9 uses I ISOBUS, ISOBUS maybe, um, which is a protocol to enable data sharing and communication uh, between, specifically between agriculture and forestry related equipment via the internet. And previously, we should also remember that CNH Industrial also purchased uh, the startup company Raven Industrials for $2.1 billion. They plan on fully integrating these systems beginning next year. All right, well, that wraps you guys all up for this week. This Ag News Update is brought to you by the Herdbook Ag Media, serving all your agribusiness writing, communication, and media needs. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or our company website, the-herdbook.com. Let me know you find out about us here in Moving Iron and get 20% off your first invoice.